Do you find yourself running out of time to accomplish your work? Are you spending time doing things that you're not that good at? There are effective ways to outsource these tasks so you can focus on your business. This is the Virtual Success Show. We bring the inside scoop on outsourcing success for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Maloof and Barbara Turley. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode. We're really looking forward to sharing some amazing content with you today. And I'm I'm joined by my co-host, Barbara Turley. How are you, Barb? Great, Matt. How are you? How's Going your week? Well. Weeks, but the weeks are just flying by at the moment. I don't, it's like we're getting it's, old, Matt. We're getting old. Oh, tell you, tell you what, you know. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, we're recording on a Thursday here today, and um, it's like where did where did the rest of the week go? So it's just flying by. Yeah, but it's good, um, good fun. We're having good fun. We certainly in are. the trenches having good fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Bob. I mean, I'm. I'm. Uh, more excited than I normally am about uh, today's episode because it certainly is an area that I'm extremely passionate about and uh, I, I'd say talk about multiple times every single day in what I do. Um, and it's, it's part of, the, of the, the book that I'm writing at the moment and it's all around the mindset that is critical to succeed with virtual teams. You know, I, I think a lot of this is touched on but I don't, I don't see many people really addressing that, addressing this, uh, seriously enough. And I really want to make sure that today everyone understands that, that what we're talking about isn't a nice to have, isn't like just some things we're suggesting. We believe this is critical to your success with your virtual teams. Absolutely, Matt. You know, and I think, like I've said before, I mean, I don't, sometimes this can be a bit of a woo-woo topic where we talk about mindset and believing in yourself and all that. When the reality is that if you don't get this bit right, all the strategy and tactics in the world will not work because this is going to get in people's way. And you see it every day with the people you're coaching. I'm seeing it, you know, develop with client relationships with VAs and how it's all either succeeding or failing and, and often it can come down to some mindset little little mindset tweaks interestingly not just on the part of the of the client but i actually see it on the part of the va as well we've actually tweaked a couple of mindset um issues with vas and, and watched them soar afterwards you know so it's a very interesting area i'm keen to hear your delve into it with you because you obviously coach on this a lot i do and you know the biggest challenge i had in preparing today was uh, trying to condense, I, I think I could talk, I could put a, a two day weekend workshop together on just this one topic. So, um, uh, I, I really want to make sure we hit on the, the, the uh, what we've come up with is that what I, what I believe in, and Barbara, as we discussed just prior to the show, what you believe as well are the, the, the five critical, uh, mindsets that you must adopt in order to succeed, uh, with your virtual team. So, Let's just get straight into it, I think. So mindset number one, you need to adopt a mindset of letting go. You must let go. Um, I see so many uh, relationships between virtual assistant and, and business owner fail because the owner has the, is the, their mantra is they can't do it as good as me. They'll never do it as well as I can. 
they 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 can't do it as fast as I can. They they're making too many mistakes, and it's they've adopted this uh, limiting belief that no matter how much how talented the, the people are, they'll never do it as good as them. And in my coaching, whenever I hear that phrase, my 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 response is that's rubbish. That's absolute rubbish because. The reality is the first time you performed a task, you didn't do it as well as you do it today. You've probably practiced it time and time again. You've made multiple mistakes. It's probably cost you loads of time and money. And yet we have this expectation that within a very short period of time, we should be able to just train someone once or twice in something and then they can do it as well as we can. I think having this understanding that uh, when you are uh, when you're inviting a- any team member in for that matter, a- and in that process of letting go, you need to have faith in your system and you need to have faith in your ability to teach somebody how to become awesome at what you can do. And that's often what where the failing lies. The, so the business owner doesn't let go. They never give the virtual assistant the opportunity to succeed. They're constantly undermining and, and hence holding themselves back. And it's all because the the self-talk is they can never, they can never, they will never. Never is the key word there, yeah. And they just keep reinforcing that. And, you know, funnily enough, Matt, what I tend to see as well is, you know, obviously step one is, as we've talked about constantly on this show, is having, you know, the right systems and processes that actually work. So that's step number one. But what I often see is even with clients who have that step, so some of them have really nailed that step, but... Then it'll be like on day two, I'll get an email. So there'll, there'll be day two of the virtual assistant has started. Email comes or, you know, support ticket comes. They're just not getting it. So this kind of frantic email comes on day two or three. Day two. Yeah, oh, totally. Day one even. Day three, let's say average. And um, they're just not getting it. This is not worth the money. All this sort of stuff starts jumbling out. I have a process. She wasn't able to do it. And I sort of think, you know, just because you've got a process, the next step in that then is when you've got a great process, brilliant, tick, but then you've got to allow the person the space and time to get better at that process and to get their own way around that process. Um, and that may involve some feedback from you along the way. But I ask people to at least spend six to eight weeks not perfecting one process, but getting comfortable together, working together. I think it's at least a six-week process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I think it comes back to, it's like what we spoke about in the episode on expectations around, yeah, you know, it's being realistic with your expectations of these people. Yes. Um, and it, it, it often is not a lack of skill or ability. It's just that they haven't had the time to get their head around things. And, and it, whether they've done it before, doing it the way that you want them to do it takes time. And you've got to be realistic. And I think six weeks, depending on what the task is, but but for most tasks, I think six weeks is a, a really good uh, time frame for you and your virtual assistant to find your feet on certain things. Yeah, to get comfortable. It's, it's a really good point that you made. So this is sort of a dance that you're doing, you know, in that six weeks where you're just figuring out each other's energy. And, and you know, just on this whole point as well of nobody, nobody can ever do it as good as me. I want to bring up the book, and if, any, if the listeners haven't read this book, you have to. Michael Gerber, the E-Myth, actually I think it's called the E-Myth Revisited Now, but he talks a lot in there about 
being a technician versus being an entrepreneur. And if you're constantly thinking, I'll just do it myself, it's faster if I do it, then you're sitting in technician land and you're not really an entrepreneur. Because as an entrepreneur, you've got to be, you know, you're you're taking your business to the next level. You're not necessarily the one getting caught in the trenches doing all the work. You're the person leading the, you know, leading the charge, leading your team onto the new open space, the blue ocean, if, if you like, you know. So it's really important to remember that that mindset is really holding not just your relationship with your VA back, but your entire company. Absolutely agree, Barb. Like, you know, it's a lot of what we teach uh, on this podcast is not just related to uh, virtual team success, but business success in general. And, and, and you know, the point that you're making uh, most definitely would be holding companies back, not just uh, individuals or, or, or key relationships. Yeah. Which, um, you know, I think... If we move to the next point, you know, I said there were five keys we want to focus on today around this mindset piece. I think number two is it's this, this concept of investment versus expense. And it's looking that investing in or, or, or what you're spending to have your virtual assistant is not an expense. It's an investment. It will give you an amazing return. And, but it starts with the mindset of that. When you view something as a cost, your, your energy around that is that there's, it, it's, there's, there's no real return for you. Um, the whole mindset around investment is that if I invest a dollar, then I'm going to get more than a dollar back. The mindset around expense is that if I spend a dollar, I get nothing back. And with your virtual teams, when you, when you adopt the mindset, that investing in them, having them there is an investment and it will return to you more than what you're quote unquote spending. It totally shifts your energy around uh, how you engage, how you train, how you communicate every aspect of, of uh, the relationship with your virtual assistants. Yeah. You know, it also changes, you know, your attitude towards helping them to win. Because if you see it as an investment, you're sort of in cahoots together. You're both in this together all of a sudden and you're investing. So I feel that what I see is people put more effort into making sure that they win, that the VA does well. The other thing I would say about investment as well is that obviously with every investment, there is a risk. There is a risk that it won't work. But once you have the mindset that you are investing, it's not just that you're investing in the virtual assistant or a team, a person on your team. You're investing in the future development and the future direction and trajectory of your company. And that, there's always risk involved in that. But it's a totally different mindset from thinking, oh, I've got to spend money now to try and get anywhere. That's a different mindset completely. And it will change how you even run your business in reality. Absolutely. Mm. And I want to share a little little story as well. Um when I bought on my second virtual assistant, so I had uh, had a full-time VA uh, assisting me, and then uh, I bought on another one. And it just happened that I'd, I'd said to Vanessa, my, my personal assistant, that uh, if e ever anyone uh, within your community, your friends, your family, uh, has the skills that you have and is looking for a, a, a role, uh, please let me know. And, um, and so... We were, we were talking one day and she said, Oh, I've got a, got a friend that's looking for some work. 
Anyway, long story short, I was just about to go on a three-week holiday, and I'm thinking, oh, I really, um, I know that we're going to need someone in about six weeks, but I'm going to be away. Do I? Don't I? Anyway, I bit the bullet, mm. and I brought this person on, um, and at the time, I was thinking to myself, oh, am I wasting money? Is it an expense? Um, but because they fit the criteria on who we were looking for, they they were the right profile, they had the right skill set. For that six weeks, while my return on my investment uh, was uh, was probably negative, moving forward, it's been amazingly positive. And I made that decision because I, when, when good people are in front of you, you've got to grab them. You've got to take advantage of that. And I viewed, I think if I had an expense mindset, I would never have, I would never have accepted or taken that opportunity. And that person would have found employment with somebody else. But by adopting the investment mindset and having, understanding that when, when you have great teams, you have great people and you bring them on, they will return more than what it, it quote unquote costs. Um, I bought that person on and what it, what it enabled me to do was as soon as I got back from, from leave of that, on that three weeks, I leveraged a whole heap of, of tasks that I'd been wanting to move forward. And what it actually meant was that, uh, it enabled me to focus in on my genius, uh, and grow my company even faster. So I love that story, Matt. I mean, cause you know, it's, I was just thinking as you were talking about a similar story that I have that I, I have a, a VA currently on my team that, uh, he was actually working in my husband's business and he's sort of come available because that we're wrapping that business up. But he, I actually don't really have anything for him to do. I'll be honest. And the natural tendency would be for me to farm him out to a client because he's very good. And I know that we have clients who would love to work with him and I've made the decision to keep him. And I've given him a mandate. I actually said to him, I don't really have a role for you right now, but I know I'm going to need him in this company in the next six months. So I'm actually happy to sit literally with him for the next six months and train him like mad. So he's been training. I've got him training on Infusionsoft. We're doing Facebook ads. We're doing a ton of new trainings that I would never really have time to invest in someone to do that, except this situation occurred and he's that good. I'm going to keep him. But I might be paying for him for a while before our company realistically needs him. But I just know the future trajectory of this thing is is going to a place where I'm going to need someone like him. So I'm hanging on to him. Absolutely. And then one little thing just to add to what you're saying. When I bought this second person on, I had a post-it note on my computer. uh, And and the woman we brought on, her name was Shahani. And I I said, "What what, what do I need to stop doing that Shahani could do right now? Oh, staring yeah. at me all day, all day, all day. And, uh, and, you know, cause I was looking at it and answering the question before I knew it, uh, she had a, a full workload. So. Well, you know, I mean, I've, and I, this is a real situation that's happened to me as well. I find this one interesting. I get, so often get, uh, messages from clients or whatever saying, Hey, I mean, I'm going on holiday for three weeks. So I don't, I don't have anything for her to do. Can I not just, uh, and they obviously don't want to pay for that three weeks. And I always say, you know, really, if you're going to take this to the next level, I mean, this person needs to go to another level. So you should be using that time to be upskilling your team. 
and give them very clear mandates on what the results you expect when you get back are from some training they're doing or research or whatever. I could think of a million things that VAs could do while you're away to further your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I think that brings us to our, our third point and, and, and around this, this mindset piece. Bob, I'm sure you hear this all the time and I hear it day in, day out with, the, which is if there's this fear mindset that because I can't physically see my virtual assistant, because they're not in my office, because I, you know, don't have access to their computer, that, uh, that, that someone's gonna, they're gonna cheat you or that the security's less. They're gonna, they're gonna rip off your, your information or your data. Um, or, you know, there's nothing all day. Sit around on Facebook all day doing nothing because you can't see them. Absolutely. And, and yeah, the reality is whether, uh, your team member is, um, on the other side of the world or sitting in the, uh, the, in the, the desk next to you, um, the behavior that people often fear is can can happen in both scenarios absolutely absolutely someone can rip you off regardless of where you are in terms of data security i mean these days you know as we've talked about it's you know you can do screenshots of things you can upload things in the cloud i mean if someone's going to do that that's actually a personality type as opposed to an issue with a virtual or any staff member it's an issue with a personality type and, you know, if you get unlucky enough to have one of those, then I feel very sorry for you. But most people, most people are good people and they just want to do a good job. In my experience, that's what I see. Yeah, and same with me. And and this fear, and it is a fear mindset, it really is, mm-hmm. uh, is alleviated by creating good systems. It's about uh, employing experts to assist you with your data of security, uh, making sure that, you know, we've got um, our IT support company. If any of our, uh, our, if we need to get rid of any of our virtual team, I literally make one phone call 24-7 and uh, I, they can switch off the logins to everything. The, the person can have zero access within minutes of me making a phone call. I, that's, yeah, that's key. Well, we've got that at Virtual Angel Hub as well. We can cut someone off straight away. Yeah. You have to have that. Absolutely. And so it, um, you know, the other thing is you can build systems these days, which enable people to only see certain aspects of your, of your company and the like. But the reality is, you know, for most of this fear, um, what would they do with half the information that they have access to anyway? Um, so. Well, the reality is anyway, the fear, this fear is, this fear, while, you know, there is a slim chance that it's a legitimate fear, but the reality is this fear is holding your company back. It's holding you back as a business owner, because if you have this fear in one place, you probably have it in lots of other places too. And you're probably coming from a naturally skeptical mindset, which leads to, uh, negativity, I guess, and, and, and not, not the, not an expansive mindset where, new opportunity is going to come your way and you're going to attract the right energy, I guess, into your own company. Absolutely. Absolutely. So mindset number four, uh, point number four here is what I call slowing down to speed up. I love this. <laughs> in, in order to get your virtual team to, to be successful and, and work 
with you and your business, you have to understand that in the initial phases, there is a slowing down process. There's a slowing down because often many companies that I see haven't documented their systems. They aren't clear on what their expectations are. They, uh, they then, they don't know how to find the right person. Uh, they, if they find the right person, then they have to spend time training that person. They have to, uh, you know, there's a whole host of things that has to happen in order to set somebody up to succeed. And, and often it's, uh, an investment of time and money. And that can slow you down. It might, you, you may need to redirect funds, uh, in order to invest in software and the like, in order to, to make this work. You may need to divert time from other quote unquote important things, uh, to, to train your virtual team to become outstanding. And I think we live in such a, world of everyone wants everything yesterday that this whole concept of slowing down to speed up is a real paradigm shift but but the the entrepreneurs out there succeeding get this mindset and understand that it's critical to their success oh absolutely i mean the amount of times I have phone calls with, you know, prospective clients coming into Virtual Angel Hub and I hear this one a lot. They just say, I'm desperate for help. I just need help yesterday. I'm snowed under. And I immediately think to myself, okay, we need to have this conversation because this person, I, and I actually have turned a few people away because I've said, look, you know, are you willing to accept that you're going to have to pause and make this work? And some of them are like, I don't have time for that. And I've generally said to them, well, really it's not I, I don't want to sell you a dream because it's not going to work it's actually not going to work for you it's unlikely to work and i can give you a va but it's probably going to create an even bigger mess for you than what you seem to already have because if you're not willing to slow down all you're going to do is create one more job for yourself which is onboarding a new team man, member which is initially a bit of a job there's there's work involved in doing that and getting it right but it pays so many dividends later that to slow down for a month or two it means that you can speed up by a few years. Absolutely. Nobody wants to do that. And, and not only that, it, I, I think often um, with leveraging through virtual teams, you're getting a, uh, getting a lot of the um, lower value and tedious tasks taken care of, which gives you greater opportunity to focus on Number one, the things that you love doing in your business. And number two, the things that have the, the biggest financial reward. So, um, understanding that in that slowing down process, it's going to create more time for you to invest into the higher yielding, high, um, uh, higher return tasks and projects. And here's, here's a mindset question for you, Matt, because just something that popped into my head as you were saying that was, you know, every, some people, I mean, the biggest curse for any business owner is the concept of being busy. And sometimes we make ourselves very busy so that we don't have to face into the selling and bringing in the income and, you know, those more higher value but tasks that probably push us more outside our comfort zones. So do you see that with people you're coaching a little bit where sometimes they cling on to this mindset of busy so that maybe subconsciously they just don't have to push to that. They don't have to go and do those sales calls or, you know, bring in the, bring in the revenue. Like they know they, they're going to have to. hundred mm. percent. I think I, you know, uh, I see people majoring in minor tasks day in, day out. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, I, I, one of my uh, one of my early business mentors in in the coaching arena was a guy by the name of Taki Moore. And Taki, when I first met Taki, he worked twelve hours a week. That was it, four days a week for three hours a day, and not because he had this uh, fantasy of having a, a you know a business that would only enable him to work twelve hours a week. Because of some of uh, some health challenges that uh, his wife and his child had, he was forced to. He had to attend to them and, and be their carer. And so uh, what the amazing thing was in being mentored by Taki was that he taught me that if you focus in on a few critical things and then you build teams around you both locally and overseas – you can have an amazing company and work minimal hours and make an absolute fortune. A hundred percent. And you know what I talk to, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of the whole female entrepreneur kind of movement that's happening out there right now. And any women that are listening in particular who have children, I mean, anyone really, but particularly moms that are, we've got lots of moms out there running businesses and a lot of moms are playing very small because this mindset of thinking that, you know, they have to control everything and they have little time and they create this busyness all the time, but actually they can really create the freedom that we all go into business to get if they start to get this stuff right, you know, and really, really focus on this idea of teams and systems and processes and critical tasks versus, you know, stuff that just needs to get done. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk, you're right, we could go for a week <laughs> or anything about it. There's like a hundred million other things, you know, oh. linked to this topic. So we can delve into those in future shows. We certainly can. So I guess coming to the last one, I think this, this, um, point number five here really sum, it wraps around everything that we've spoken about. And it's having that mindset and asking the question, well, how bad can it really be if they screw up? Yeah. Like what, what's the what's the worst case scenario? You know, if the if I give them this task and they make a mistake or they screw it up, how bad could things really be? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think this is where it's important that when you're onboarding uh, a new team member, you need to give them tasks that have very little consequence. Let them earn the right to. Uh, to, to work on higher value, higher returning, uh, tasks and projects. And I think it was in our, uh, interview with Dan Norris that he talked about, uh, when, when they bring developers on, they give them, um, you know, the simple tasks first and they have to earn the right to work on, uh, more complex, more senior projects. I think that's very, very clever. So yeah. that helps build the, the working relationship between you and your virtual assistant. But also, uh, you know, it, it puts your mind at ease knowing that as you're handing things over, your exposure or your risk is minimal. Um, be careful not to go become too conservative on this. I see too many business owners becoming really conservative. Um, but the reality is for most of the tasks that we task out to our virtual teams, it's not like it's uh, life or death or it's going to collapse our business if they screw up. That's the reality. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've seen situations where, you know, businesses, particularly businesses starting out that want help with their social media, for example. And, you know, I mean, social media is quite, it, it's a tricky one for someone else to manage. But, 
if in time RVAs get really, really good at this because they start to understand the business and the client base and the target and all that sort of thing. But initially it can be a real struggle because they don't know the branding and they don't know the look and feel of the images and all that stuff. But we've had situations where businesses starting out that don't have a big following yet on, on social media get very upset in the first week, again, complaints in the first week or two that she does, just doesn't get the brand. And I think, well, why not? sort of use this time when you you don't really have a big following yet to really nail that with this person and actually get them to where the, you know you need to be together so that when you do have a big following you've got someone who can hit the ground running that's what i'm seeing absolutely absolutely you know i um so if we just go back and reiterate for a second you know um and and you know, like we've both both commented in this podcast, we could talk about this all day. This yeah. is this is really this is the differentiator between succeeding with virtual teams and failing, in my opinion. And uh, if I just summarise, uh, mindset number one is the mindset of letting go and understanding and believing that your virtual teams uh, can do it as well as you can, if not better. Uh, mindset number two is seeing um, the money that you're spending having a virtual assistant or virtual team is an investment versus an expense. And when you adopt the investment uh, mindset, you will reap in the long run. Uh, mindset number three is understanding that the, the exposure and risk simply because you can't physically see it is, is minimal and that you have to have strong systems to minimize and mitigate risk. But the reality is that there, there's very limited damage that somebody uh, can do. And it doesn't differ whether they're domestic or international or in your office or working from their home somewhere around the world. Uh, mindset number four is the concept of slowing down to speed up and understanding that we need to... Uh, and we need to slow down, we need to train, we need to systemize, we need to uh, allow people time to learn in order for us to speed up and enable us time to then go and focus on the higher value, uh, higher um, returning tasks and projects. And number five is that um, getting clear on the, what is the actual risk here? How bad could it really be if they screw up? And adopting an abundance mindset as opposed to a fearful or a scarcity mindset around this. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that we've covered a lot today. And, and one thing I'd recommend is please make sure you go back and re-listen to this episode. It's one of those episodes I think you're going to have to listen to multiple times and take copious amounts of notes so that you'll understand and and reinforce it. Remember, repetition is the mother of skill and, and reinforce this uh, to adopt this new mindset and, and practice it. You're not going to get it right the first time, but be open, give it a go and, and, and just take it one step at a time. And you know, Matt, one thing I'd like the uh, listeners to do as well, guys, if you've got you know, questions that you'd love us to address, particularly in this area, this mindset area, or if you've got little stories that, you know, where you've crack the code on this yourself put them in the comments um below you know and let us know and we can do lots of future shows on, on different topics and concepts and let us know how you're getting on with this whole uh, area with your virtual teams i think that would be really useful i agree yeah i agree 
Well, Bob, That's listen, you have a wonderful week. Thanks again. And um, we'll I'll chat see next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. Have a great More virtual success. Thank you for listening to the Virtual Success Show. If you found this show helpful, take a moment to share it with a friend so that we can all grow together. Find out more about the inside scoop on outsourcing success by going to our website, virtualsuccessshow.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.